I got five on it. Arsenal <laughs> are top of the league. I got five on it. And Chelsea are gonna bleed. I got five on it. Tottenham, you will all scream. I got five <laughs> on right, it. Mr. <laughs> hey, uh. I'm happy. Obviously, my team are doing amazingly well this season. This is another episode of One Kick from Glory. We're doing a recap of the transfer window. We're going to recap the first five games. We're going to talk about the Todd Bowley era rolling on. We're going to talk about all that good stuff. But first, I'm joined, as always, by Craig. Yeah, yeah. Peace. And Matthew. What's up? <laughs> Let's just start off where it means and feels good to start off. Our former captain has returned to the Premier League. Pierre-Emerick Osteik, Aubameyang, has returned. <laughs> joined Chelsea as their new number nine. I hope the curse continues because they've not had a good run with them. Craig, mm-hmm. how do you feel about the transfers in general? For Arsenal or for or in general, we all of them. just in general. Let's talk. Let's talk about that particular transfer. How do you feel about the fact that our captain has gone, former captain has gone to Chelsea? Another one. Um, not happy because mm-hmm. he has an Arsenal title on his arm. And he's got Arsenal sleeve with his ki- with his kids at the Emirates Stadium. Mm-hmm. But if you got that on your arm, why are you going to Chelsea? That's like yeah. me being an Arsenal fan playing for Tottenham. Can't run. <laughs> that can't run. So. I know it's money, but in the day, he's just stayed at Barcelona, man. He could have won a Champions League with big Lewandowski, maybe. But to be fair, I mean, his position was lost. Like, I, I do mm. still find it strange that they actually went and got Lewandowski in the first place. I mm. think that transfer didn't make much sense to me. Yeah. Considering how well Bamiyan performed last season. Mm. I mean, Lewandowski is Lewandowski, so when opportunities there, you take it. Mm. But I feel like that was a bit of a bizarre decision by them. I feel, I feel like Bamiyan, he, he will score goals for Chelsea. but I hope not. I hope not as well, but he will <laughs> score. Maybe not. Maybe he'll have the same run that he had at Arsenal towards the end, that like struggling again. Mm. But, but he's got, a, he's got a, him and the manager, Chelsea manager, they have history together. So yeah, they they have they have a good relationship. He knows him really well. He knows his game. Mm. He know he knows the best way to to get the most out of yeah. him. I guess for you, Matthew, when you saw that transfer, and I guess just a general update on the business you've done so far, like. Mm. I mean, I feel like Barcelona have definitely had you had you guys over this this window. Mm. Uh, I think they've really had your number. I did say it in the previous podcast when talking about the players you wanted to buy and the ones that they beat you to the pip. Some Chelsea fans have come out saying that some of them you hadn't actually bid for. Mm. You did bid for Rafinha. You did want Jules Koundé, but then oh, obviously yeah. things didn't work out. Do you feel like now you need to stop being Barcelona's little charity case and step up? Barcelona. Well, first of all, we know we're still not going to get over 2009. Still not get over with Tom Overbo. We're still not going to get over that. We'll hold that against them. We're never going to be there, mate. We're never going to be. Plus, we had 2012 over them as well. So, but yeah, it does look bad. It looks bad in the way that, you know, they've picked, you know, like Kunde, a particular one, and then um, um, Rafinha. Mm-hmm. And De Jong was meant to come our way as well, but he didn't. I think there was, I don't know how much truth was in that, but. I, I would say none. I don't think he was ever planning on leaving Barcelona. This it summer. didn't. It, it, it didn't happen. Uh, and also, they got oh, they oh wait no, they got Christensen from us, and they got Alonso from us, which to be honest, I'm fine with. Uh, and they nearly got Aspilicueta, and after the last few games. I'm kind of wondering why he didn't go the other way as well. Um, <laughs> so you would have swapped both players with Bamiang. Well, not think- not 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 a swap, but just like if for what we want. 
for, which I'm convinced is staying in the top four. I don't think we're nowhere near ready to challenge. I mean, if we can't, you know, West Ham, Leeds, um, Everton and Southampton all prove that we're not ready. And to some extent, we've played one good game so far. We've played one good game mm. and that, and we didn't even win that one. We're not ready for a title challenge. We just need to stay in that top four and, you know, maybe, maybe be a bit more competitive in the Cups. No, wait, no, Carabao, FA Cup, Champions League, Champions League. We'll have to get good around Champions League as well, seeing with mm. what we've got. Um, I f- that's what, but I think to do that, you know, your aging players, and I know he's our captain, and we're always going to appreciate, appreciate him being our captain. The haft is knowing when, you know, it's you're getting towards that age right now where you're thinking more of yourself as post football. So what your life is going to be like after football, whether it be punditry, coaching, or whatever it is, is staying, is your own desire of staying at the club a good idea? Fast, probably sometimes, it's sometimes, it's just knowing when to let go and, as much as I love him, I don't know if he's able to cut it anymore. On the flip side, though, if you had let him go, do you not feel like that would have been too many experienced players that have left this summer or too many core key players you would have let go of this summer? Have I had not knowing what how hindsight's a wonderful thing. Mm. So in, I guess it's good having a squad player there. At least if something that does go wrong. You've got someone who knows the club very, very well and knows his position and can play in more than one position. So of course it's good as well. Unfortunately, no, with how the Premier League is moving with them, no easy, no easy, um, no easy games. Fulham gave you a great game last week. You know, mm. as, as a recording, Villa drew with Man City. You, you want to remain competitive. You have to step your game up, even as a big club as we are. The, the big clubs, bar you, have really, well, even though you've won all your games, not, not all of them have been easy. They're not simply just going to come by and roll, sit backwards and watch you just steam all over them. I, 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 well, so. We're going to come to Arsenal's performances though, because I, I disagree with that point a little bit, but there's a, there's a caveat. No, but you've won. You've won, but what, like, so, like especially maybe Fulham didn't, didn't roll. They just they they you, mm. you just came out. Your quality showed out in the end. We need to start. You know, we need we need to do be a bit more organised and knowing what we're doing to remain competitive in this top four because it's mm. not going to be easy. Where we are, like you said, the team lightning to fall out of top four right now is unfortunately us. You know, I, that is a good place to go to start off. And you know what? With I have been a bit confused about your manager for a while now mm. because I think about his. CV as a coach mm. and where he's, you know, the, the path he's been on from his time at, I think it was at Mines, was it at Mines as well before? Mines, yeah. Mines, Dortmund. To Dortmund, Dortmund and Paris Saint-Germain and of and course now Chelsea. And I think the, the, consi- the thread that was running through his career, which made him such an exciting coach was his football. Attacking football, quite flary. He looked like the next, and he, he is one of the next great managers. I, I'm not going to take that away from him. However, at Chelsea so far, I know we talked about this previously. I know, Craig, you said that you felt it was a player issue rather than a coaching issue. Mm. It hasn't come to fruition. For you, Craig, now, and and for me, I'm not even saying that a situation where he he could, should, or might get you know fired because mm. I think it's way too premature. Yeah. But do you feel like now that what do you think is really going wrong with his him as a coach and the players he's managing? Because something's not working out. I feel I feel like the players are not playing with freedom. Mm. When you watch Chelsea play, and if they can see the goal. Or the goalkeeper makes a mistake, they'll get they'll go fall into their shell. Goalkeeper making a mistake happening quite a lot. Mendy, a lot. you know, yeah. sort it out or just keep going. Mm. Um, you know, keep going. And, and I feel I feel like they got aging backline as well. Like Kuda Bali's at thirty one, Thiago Silva's like hold Thiago Silva at thirty seven. So I don't I don't just put in Wesley Fofana. He's gonna take a while to get used to the get used to Chelsea's system and how they play. Mm. Good defender, 
before he broke his leg, he was a very good defender. Mm. Still come back from a bad injury, so he'll be a good player for them. Mm. I feel Cucurella is a good defender. Reese James, their best defender at the club, hundred percent comfortably. Should, yeah. should play for England in the World Cup. We'll see about that. He, hopefully, mm. um, I feel they got Brent Chilwell on the bench. Chilwell, Chilwell, Chilwell. Chilwell. Yeah, he yeah. came off he, the bench today. He he's a good left back. Mm. So they've got competition for two positions there. I feel Asper Quetta needs to be phased out a little bit now because I know he's club captain, but as Matthew said, you need you need hungry young players. Like I feel like they should have got another right back in and told Asper Quetta, you know what? Thank you. And mm. yeah, and I feel like midfield is a problem as well. Because when Kante is injured, they have nobody else as good as Kante in that midfield. Coventry is a good player. I but wasn't going to say Coventry. I mean, to be fair, I feel like that's the role that um, Gallagher is. And that's why Gallagher started most of the games this season. I think that's mm. just the role that they see him but I feel, in. I feel like with Gallagher, like he's, he got sent off the other day. He doesn't look confident in the Chelsea team. I think he looked better at Palace last season under Vieira. Do I don't you, know if it's a manager thing or it's a system thing, but he looked he looked very top class at Palace last season. I agree. I, I put it down to like, he's probably just eager to impress. Like mm. this is his club. You yeah. know, mm. When you're playing for your club, you, you put mm. in extra effort and you, you want to like yeah. do your best and perform. Mm. Mm. Um, are you concerned, Matthew, about Thomas? Audi TT as you call him? I'm not with him, but with the players, and more or less, I think it's what's happened is you're saying about why the attacking flair isn't working. I also think that he's got to take a responsibility for sometimes when he picks the team. Mm. Certain players in that team could help to be dropped now and then. So today, who would you drop? Mount needs to be dropped. He was dropped. He's been poor. Money Mays. He's been poor. The Am real Mays. He's been poor. The only Mason <laughs> we talk about these days. <laughs> <laughs> he's been poor I mean he came off today and I think he contributed to one of the equalisers that we had but he's he need, he needs to be dropped Havertz was dropped he scored and, and he scored there you go and dare mm -hmm. I say it because I love the guy I think many needs to be dropped as well I would drop him for the Champions League game coming up against, against Zagreb play, play someone else because he's had a consistent run of games he played both finals I think he played both the um, Club World Cup and the FIFA Club World Cup. Now, I think Kepa came in for the penalty, no, for the penalties, yeah. but still he started the game. If you're playing the same players, you're not going to get different ideas. I once watched once watch a video saying that, you know, you, you can't move on from something if you keep going back to the same chapter every single time. So when mm. we time, the time we played you at the end of the season, that, that team was stagnant. It wasn't such a low in confidence. It was just, it was just devoid of any kind of real ideas. There's no real chop and change. Mm -hmm. And you know, like you said, with a midfield, and this is what happens when Kante's not there. He's essentially doing the work for one, two, maybe even three people. So when he's there, he goes off and does his thing. Jorginho and Kovacic can sit back and do theirs. Now with him not being there, that now falls to Gallagher. He's young, he's exciting, he's hungry. He's inexperienced. Mm -hmm. And that's a key word there, inexperienced. You need discipline in that midfield. We're used, for, we're used to discipline, discipline midfielders in our day. Um, and right now, it's just, the games we lost, like I said before, in the Leeds and the Southampton, and we nearly lost today, it's that midfield. It's, it's far too easy. Corners coming in and they're at the other end. It's that midfield. You know, and Jorginho didn't start. Thank God. He's another one that needs to be dropped. He's another one. He, he can't, mm. and not for like, the fact that he, he can't do it. He can't do that Kante role. He's not, he's not built for that. He needs someone to mm. go off and do their thing. We can sit back and do that, do the dirty boring work. I mean, 
So at midfield, I mean, we got we we, we got rid of um, Barkley, but he wasn't really doing anything. Hudson Odoi is going to have to buy in Lukaku, and he's probably going to smash it there anyway as well. Um, so we had the likes of Loftus. So was Hudson a permanent deal? Or was it a loan? That's no, no, a loan, no, loan no, deal. No, no, it's a loan no, deal. deal. End of season. Um, we've got we've still. I mean, you know, we've got that new guy from on loan from Juventus. We've got a guy from Aston Villa. I'll be keen to see what what he's going to be able to do. But I miss. I think we kind of missed out on the midfield a little bit, just to kind of marshal and discipline and hold that line. So mm. then that way. And someone that's got a bit more creativity to send off to our players, because we've got players, and we've got Sterling, we've got ZH didn't go anywhere. Got Pulisic. Pulisic is there. And now we've got Aubameyang. There's now no, and you've got enough there to kind of move around. And when mm. and when thing comes back, plus remember last year, a vast majority of a lot of our goals came from the sides, came from mm. the wing, wing yeah. backs. The likes of, you know, Reese James, Cucurella can get in there. Chilwell scored our first goal, or equaliser. Mm. So if we can get our front line sorted, if we if that midfield can, you know, no, if that midfield can get you know get more creative and organised and disciplined to send to our forward players, yeah. as well as our wing back scoring and Kulabadi mm. scoring bangers, there's no reason why we can't be up there in the goal chart and we're actually winning games. Well, I feel I feel the biggest issue is not that I think it's been, it's not this this season from last season towards the end of last season you were struggling like for scoring goals and you conceded so many goals. I feel like my honest opinion. I, I hope it doesn't happen, but it's it might. I feel like Todd Bowley, the Chelsea owner, is looking at it now like this: like, well, I've given you all this money to spend in the summer. I expect a good ret- a good return in my investment. Yeah. So if you don't, don't do well in the league, say if you can't, if you lose any more games, the league's a bread and butter. If you lose again, say if you lose two more games, I think you'll get sacked. But honestly, you know why? You know why I say that because your form has been poor since last season, and you're coming to the new season with new, with new players. You expect to do well. I mean, if if. It, I, I still think that'll be a little bit premature. It will be premature, but Chelsea, but Chelsea have a history of sacking managers. The Roman has a history. Roman, Chelsea. Roman. If this no. was Roman, was I'd sack- agree with you. Yeah, I reckon yeah. he'd be on the... If he lost today, yeah. tomorrow he'd be gone. Who? Um, the manager? Yeah. But I feel that... But, yeah, but I feel you'd have to start picking up some points and getting a good win on the table because sooner or later he will get... Obviously, Boyle's there. He's going to give you a chance, but I feel after a while he's going to get fed up and say, "No, I want a new manager." But, but, but I, don't know, need... I don't know who's available. There's no man- good manager available right now. But we need um, performance. Pochettino is available. Yeah, but would he go he's... to Chelsea though? Why not? He ain't got a job. Would Bamian? Would you? Would you have ever thought in your wildest dreams of Bamian go to Chelsea? Well, considering Didier Drogba's tweet the other day, uh, absolutely. <laughs> Snake. Mm. But you know what I mean. Like, I think what all we've had one good performance in the last two or three months, mm. and that was again. I say again, that's the game we didn't win. We were fantastic that game. That so game. we, so yeah. we can, we can do it. We mm. can do it. But you can't only just turn up for the Tottenham's of this world. Yeah. You've got to do it every game. Every game. There are no more easy games anymore. Mm. Ideas travel. You know, if 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 Vincent Company can go to Burnley, mm. Chelsea should, should expect a tough game from any team they play against. Mm. There are no more easy games, and I, teams are now stepping I feel, up. I feel like in the summer you don't need to check your midfielders. You've got Asian midfield. Kante's in his thirties. Um, Jorginho's almost thirty. Your midfield is a problem where the issue is where you, where you stop where you protect the midfield where you protect the defenders, and mm. every time Chelsea can see goals. It's because they're midfielders. It's the midfield. Every yeah, but, time. but the thing is, with with this, there's mm. there's two ways to skin a. I mean, there's many ways yeah. to play the game of football. But mm. in terms of this debate about mid, their midfielders and how they set up, yeah, there's two ways to skin a cat, right? Yeah, you either have a high pressing out, high pressing team. Mm. So when you lose the ball, you, you kind of suffocate teams to get them back. Man City yeah. do it. Arsenal now adopts Leeds it really well. Do it. Yeah. Leeds do it. Uh, Liverpool. Liverpool do it really well, right? So we know mm. that that's one model. The other model, which is equally as effective and probably better, yeah. keep the ball. 
Just keep the ball. Chelsea don't keep the ball. Do second, that's the thing. So, so, so I think that's the bigger issue with how you're playing. I don't think there's an issue of Jorginho anchoring your midfield so long as you're keeping it and cycling. Because if you if you keep the ball and cycle possession, then you can create opportunities. I think the issue is your how you're playing is mm. the problem. The, what you're doing is the problem. It's not necessarily a personnel issue. It's just the actual mm. effectiveness I, I, I think players like Pulisic need to get more minutes as well because Mark has played and has done well. Havertz he's scored, too comfortable. Havertz scored today, and he did, but he has been playing well for a while. No, but Havertz scored because he didn't start. Because he didn't start. Yeah, I think Pulisic needs more start. minutes. I think when Abamian comes, I would start maybe maybe Pulisic on one wing, Abamian through the middle, and Sterling on the left. Hold on, Craig. Let's let's not give Chelsea good ideas. Yeah. Forget, <laughs> let, 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 let the mediocrity continue. It's you're, good forgetting, you're forgetting about Brozier. You're forgetting about Brozier. Give give Brozier a chance. He did he did more in the Southampton game than the vast majority of them did for what seventy minutes. Mm. There's also that I don't understand why he's not getting more minutes. But I would, you know. I would love to see him because we always said that last year was time at Southampton that he did really well. Mm. So he kind of same with Gallagher. So if Gallagher got a chance, shouldn't Brozier get it as well? But going back to the fact that you know, as we raise the fact that how when we lose it's losing the ball. Three examples of that. Three examples of how it resulted in our downfall. It happened when you scored your first goal against us back in May, or was it April? May. Where Christensen lose the ball, yeah. you score. When we asked for the crazy loses the ball against Everton, score, lost. Mm. And um, today, today it nearly got us. Today it nearly got us, but the luck was on our side. Mm. Where the defender loses the ball, Bowen goes through, gets fouled by Mendy. Could have been 2-2, probably should have been 2-2. But it's just losing the ball. Mm. Every time you see... Majority of the times when you see where we lose the ball, it results in a goal. So the, the biggest issue Majority. ultimately is that you're getting hit and hit on transitions. And, yeah, and, yeah, and, it's and, a transition. And, and that, that's that's an issue of structure because that used to be a problem for Arsenal for a number of years. We we were continuously getting run through. It was yeah. it was disgraceful. I that's why we lost against Real Madrid. So so I think that's the thing you need to work on is 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 the shape and the structure and the, the distances between players. So if you lose the ball, which can happen in in the phase of play. Make sure you have enough cover back. Make sure mm. the players know to get back in time. But yeah. before we get on to Arsenal, because I want to say that say that for last, because I've got we've got a lot of exciting things going on there. We want to talk about the league's current top goal scorer, the Norwegian machine. Cheat code. Is it Norwegian or Danish? Norwegian. Norwegian. Norwegan. You got it right. You got it right. Bit of those things yeah. wrong there. Mm. They cause problems. The, <laughs> the Scandin. Yeah. They're not. Yeah. So um, Erling Haaland, he's mm. coming to the Premier League and taking it like just like his like his child's play mm. absolutely ridiculous yeah um do we think he's going to get the golden boot this year yeah without injury if he doesn't have any injury he'll be he'll get the golden boot yeah he's mm. the best striker in the league right now he's got Full 10 stop. he's got 10 goals in what six games that's ridiculous. A, that's a ridiculous two numbers. hat tricks i'm saying if he stays in the premier league yeah for a long time he'll break Shearer's record if he's going the way he's scoring right now he'll break Shearer's record yeah. everyone said harry kane will break it but I think she, I think he could break Shearer's record. Um, Harland. Well, he, he I mean he might end up breaking Kane's record Records. because Kane's well ahead of him. And but it I, would, but you know. I don't know, man. Oh. But Kane's on two hundred and one now. Mm. He's on two hundred and one. And I've always said if he stays fit, he can do it. But Kane, but Kane's getting older now. I think injuries are gonna kick are gonna kick into him very soon because he has so, a problem with his ankles. And so can he, he so adapt, adapt again? Adapt the game. If you he if anyone in this current day and age is close to doing it, it's him. Yeah, Kane would he'll break he'll break England's record. He'll break that in the World Cup. Or the Premier League record. Premier League I, record. He'll break that as well. I, I, I think I think Kane will get. But I, I think Kane will get the record, and then mm. Harlem will take that record. Yeah. If if if, know, he, stays if he stays in the Premier, Premier League, League and if yeah, the and no injury problems. Yeah. But I think you made a good point before we started recording, Craig, about looking at Erlen Holland and then he start mm. and the impact he's having at Man City. Yeah. And comparing it to the impact that a one Alexis Sanchez had at Arsenal. Yeah. And so 
Yeah. What do you want to say about that? I feel that when Alexis came to Arsenal, we were struggling. We were struggling badly. Remember them years when we were just getting top four, but we weren't winning any trophies, we weren't doing well. I feel like the summer before that, we bought Ozil, and then the next summer, we bought Alexis. Mm. And I think when Alexis came to Arsenal, he was unplayable for three years. He was one of the best players in the league, maybe mm. even the world. He played with Messi, he played with Messi, Neymar. He played with Neymar, didn't in the he? League, in the league, yes. In the world, no. I think he was a top player. Not one, not in the top three in the world at that point in time, no. You don't think so? Top five, yes, not top three. Messi, well, Suarez, top five, Neymar. Top five, yeah, top five. But I feel like he had a bigger impact because Arsenal were going nowhere. And then Wenger brought, Arsene Wenger brought him in and Arsenal started winning trophies again. We didn't win the big trophies. We won the FA Cup, but his impact like in big games. I remember one game against Man United when he absolutely destroyed mm. whoever was playing right back that day. I can't remember. But he actually destroyed that right back. It might it might be a bit early to say whether he's he's have he's gonna have a bigger impact than Ellen Holland because I think it's just far too Well Ho- Holland I, well, Holland's his first season and we don't know when he when he gets injured, we'll see, if he gets injured, we'll see how long it takes to get back into form because he did get injured a lot last season at Dortmund as well. He would, he did miss a lot of games as well. So Yeah, but I feel like Mm. If I was to look at both, and I, I guess Matthew, for your opinion on this as well, but I, when I look at the impact on the, on the I, I can't even really say impact on the team. If I say impact on the team, yes, Alexis has had a big, had a bigger impact on Arsenal when he first came in compared to Erling Haaland because yeah. Man City as a team really settled. Yeah, the, I think the difference is her Haaland is set in a whole new level of what a new what a striker can Indeed. be. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's just come in, and the the I've, the funny thing is he's having less involvement in games. He barely touches the ball, mm. and yet he's lethal. Yeah. Is he doing what he needs and, to and do? And I think he's pa- one thing I'll give him Holland is very patient as well. Like the other day, it's called a hat trick. It was back to back hat tricks. One thing about him, his movement. Every time, every time he moves, every time he moves, he's creating space for the midfielder. So when the midfielders play the ball to him, he's moving. Every minute, he's moving, moving, moving. So by the time you blink your eye, he's goal, goal. But you know, you know what the other funny thing is with this, and I'm going to jump to you, Matthew, in a second. Like the funny mm. thing with, with all this with, with Erling Holland is Man City aren't even really playing the ball to him that much anyway. Mm, you think true. about the pattern of play. They only seem to really be looking for him when they're conceding and then yeah. they're battling. Or, I mean, the other day he scored the early goal, but realistically, they're not really looking, they're not really getting the ball into him that early. Mm. When they finally calibrate their way of playing to him. It'd be unstoppable. But for you, Matthew, how, how do you look at his start to the league? And do you think he's having a bigger impact than Alexis or not? Well, uh, it's difficult to say because, like you said, when he came to to to, to Man City, it was the next level for them was obviously with the Champions League or potentially even if it's even possible, it's a quadruple because they're, they're the reigning champions. And they've done it without a striker for well, a proper front leading man. Let's say for the past two years, mm. and they they managed to get their way to a title. They didn't exactly finesse it or you know get there easily, but they got there. And that last you know last season things changed around. You never know. So I think they they they're doing that purely. I think they, they'll they'll take a league. But I think what they really want is that is that um, Champions League. But for remember when when Alexis came after his time at Barcelona, playing under Pep, funny enough, like you weren't why you you only just started winning your trophies. I think there was it the, the standard of play may have changed because remember you said it was it was an exciting time back in like two thousand eight two thousand nine. Mm. Uh, coming forward to two thousand and fourteen and fifteen before he arrived. Um, it was it was just like you were just purely there to everyone. A lot of people kind of been like, "Oh, they're just getting to the top four, and then that's that." When he came in, 
to to add to, to the puzzle of um, Meza Ozil was like that missing piece of the puzzle. They were your mm. two best players for a long, long time. And I'm genuinely convinced that 2015-16 season, the year Leicester won it, you were very close to winning it as well. I think you finished second. Coulda, shoulda, <laughs> didn't. Yeah. And if anyone's going to do it, it was you. We were way out. We had a little dossier. But yeah, it's that that's the levels that you had. But that, but for 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 raising an example, because he came direct from Barcelona, didn't he? Mm. So naturally, how it's working for you guys now is bringing that sense of a mentality, the things that you learn to a club that might, you know, it's a sleeping giant, essentially, to bring that kind of winning, good feeling back because he was your leading man he was he was he was the guy he was the guy so it makes you wonder why he left the weight well we all know we all know why he left but when you're when you're the guy of a club sometimes we said this about this is either trophies or having a legacy at the club same probably one of the same reasons why Shearer didn't leave is being the guy at the club and for the three years he was there he was the guy he was the guy. He was your, you know, if he, was he what? He won number seven for you guys as well. 17 what, and seven. 17 and seven. Yeah. He was the man. He mm. was the man. But as it's hard to tell who's having a bigger, who's had a better impact. It's hard to tell because Sanchez is being done. It's very hard to, he's, he's had what, what, six games. So it kind of depends on how long he's in the Premier League for. It kind of depends because he's in his, what, early 20s. Mm. He's still got time. He's got time to only really get better. Like you say, you know, he's, he's how this is the difference between a top striker or what I wanted from Lukaku, what they're getting from him is someone that is using that kind of initiative to make the space for himself, making the runs for himself, taking the attention from away from himself. So when the midfielders do their thing, they get the ball. And by the time they get the ball to him, the ball's in the back of the net. And that's, and that's the difference. And the Premier League is going to do, he's going to do, he's going to do wonders. So as for impact, very hard to tell. Um, kind of depends on how long he's in the Premier League for if he chooses to stay there for the rest of his career. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And we'll see how the season plans out. I mean, right now, I, I think I think it's sensible to say he probably will end up being the top goal scorer. He's definitely going to be top three. Yeah. Since Mohamed Salah is still on, on you know, he's on, he's on holiday. He hasn't, hasn't turned <laughs> up this season yet. Still hasn't woken up. But he dyed his hair. Funny I enough. mean, you know, I, I honestly think he should... I think Mohamed Salah, my personal advice to you is to fly over to Germany, go see Sadi Amane, apologise to him. And you'll be fine. Um, <laughs> lastly, but bestly, not even good English, but who cares? Top of the league, put five on it, hoping to make it six. Mm-hmm. Arsenal flying, looking good. Um, why I wanted to disagree with your point earlier, Matthew, about our performances. I think that we have, our score lines have not reflected our plan of playing any of the games. No. I think we should be scored way more goals. And it's just been down to, it's like, inefficiency in our finishing which is why the score lines have been a lot more respectable to the teams but we're top still unbeaten over to old trafford in the game which will be tomorrow as of recording for you craig when you look at the start to the season how do you feel as an arsenal fan do you feel as though are we going to go all the, all the way is it too early to get carried away do you think this this start cements us to top four or do you feel like we still have a couple bumps to come what what I've looked into we've done well so far. Mm. What I would say is um if we go through the whole of September without losing, and we've got Tottenham in September, I think, or October, and we've got October is gonna be a hard month for us. We've got I think we've got Liverpool Man City in that month. If we can go through September, October without losing a game, I think we could definitely challenge. Because I think we could be Man City's main rivals this season. Challenge. Challenge, yeah. I respect because it. you know why I say that. I know people are going to think I'm being deluded. I'm not. I'm not being deluded. I'm being honest. 
I feel that because if we if we go to Anfield, if we go to Liverpool Anfield and we get a win or get a draw at Anfield, that's a massive compared to every season we're going to be getting battered. If we go to the City and where our City are playing and we don't lose the City, as long as we don't lose in the big games, I think we could challenge the season. You know, I, I'm a, I'm a back you on that. I'll say this here: if we get one to three points per match mm. in the games against Liverpool or City, yeah, I think that changes everything. I think that changes everything across the league because I of think course. other teams will look at us differently. I think mm. right now people are saying, you know, you've had a good run of fixtures. Some people have even downplayed some of our results, but you know, look at some teams. You couldn't beat Palace. You struggled against Fulham. Liverpool. I don't know naming any names, but you couldn't beat them. But we did. Mm. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm really happy with the start. I think it's it's something's different in the club. There's a, like Chinchenko and and Jesus I've changed the mentality. Have definitely, but I also think ultimately that the all or nothing documentary has helped create this unity mm. between the fans mm. and the club mm. and the players yeah. and the manager, and that we are now all on the same. Mm. You know, play him but, but I feel I feel another thing as well that when I watch that the documentary, I feel that all the bad apples at Arsenal are gone. The ones that were troublemakers and whatever, they're all gone. Mm. And it started afresh. The and sometimes the foot we need sometimes we need foot we need afresh. And I feel that the players that we've got in now are winners. Winner Jesus winner. Zinchenko. Zinchenko winner. We've got winners in our team now. Mm. Vieira's a good player. We haven't seen him play yet, but he's a good player. Mm. Martinelli stepped up next level this season. And him and I think, to be honest with you, I feel like if they continue like that, Jesus and Martinelli, that could be the starting 11 for Brazil. They're starting two. Could be. Yeah, in, yeah. in form, if uh, I was a manager, I would, def- point. I would definitely. Point. Gabriel is doing well. Saliba's done very well for us. I'm very happy with Saliba. I feel Gabriel's good, but sometimes he gets a bit lapsy daisy where he makes a mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel that. He made up for it. He made up for it last week, but he has to be on point tomorrow. He can't make any mistakes United because they'll punish us. Here's the thing, yeah. I'm mm. gonna say this now. Manchester United, when we this game coming up, right? We're playing the eleven on the pitch. We're not playing the badge. You're not great anymore. Your you you your banter era is still ongoing. I don't care about these little couple of results you've had recently and the players you brought in. Hundred million pound for the Brazilian Beyblade. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I do not care. This game. On the week, some on Sunday, this match between us, yeah, you need to lose. You need to respect the fact that you need to actually engage in the process and stop taking shortcuts. All right. Anyway, big game, you know. It's a massive game. It's a massive game. For two, you two, like the two clubs that want and a part of the old order, you know, the old, the original, the OGs. This is a big game because. But who, who's the big? Who's the, who's the more, who's the more crucial for Arsenal or Man United? Both. I think definitely both because it's, both. we we need to set pace so everyone knows that this is not like a oh we've had a good run of games and then mm. we're gonna struggle. We we need to keep people to take us seriously. I, I feel com- I feel confident we can beat them tomorrow. Hundred percent. I feel confident. I'll go one step further. We should beat them tomorrow. We should. We should. I if, feel, if, yeah. if, if, me, if you want to win the league and get top four, you have to beat Man United at Old Trafford. It's, it's putting aside the league for this season to mm. set a precedent that yeah. we're back. Yeah. We're still building. We're starting mm. to add some pieces, but we're back. Mm. We need that three points. Mm. Yeah, this is your, this is your like, not, but it's not your first, this is your first big game. It's like a, derby. It's, game. It's like a derby rivalry, isn't it? Yeah, your, yeah, your rivalry goes back all the way mm. as far back, you know, even before where we are now, like Fergie, Wenger. Before, before Wenger. George Graham George going Graham way back. Base, this is, yeah. in, this is, this is mm. in the blood, you know, this is, yeah. this, you know, it's red. red this on, is red. football heritage. 
United it's and Arsenal hate heritage. each other. They don't like each other, so it's like that. Mm. It's a massive it's a, This is a big game for you both because, hey, it, it, like you like life said, it makes people look at Arsenal differently. Mm. And for Man United, it gives them, a, an, it's another step along the way to what mm. they think the whole Ten Hag era yeah. is. The, well, they, they've won the, the last few games. Mm. It might give them a bit more confidence. The, to the only, problem, the only issue I have is that Arsenal's record at Old Trafford is not that good. Yeah, but we've it's beaten them good. recently, though. Yeah, 20, um, what was it? A Bamian penalty game. Yeah, yeah. we've beaten them recently. We didn't beat so. them last season, though. Lost to them at Old Trafford. Yeah. But then that, that game... That game, we should have beaten them. In particular, that's what I'm talking about. You're playing the name. They're playing the shirt reputation rather than the team. Because mm. that team, with, with the fridge at the back, come on, seriously, we should not have lost that game. Ronaldo, no. we, we gave Ronaldo his highlights from it for the season. Yeah. Mm. And Ronaldo didn't want to be there. Oh. He, didn't want to be there. he might not even start tomorrow. He might be on the bench anyway. So <laughs> let's hope he's on the bench. <laughs> so, so that's the big thing for me. I think I think this is the this is the game that kickstarts the we'll take them seriously or maybe not, but mm. we'll see. Yeah. Either way, we're top. Mm. I'm beaten, and we're we're, at, we're doing really well. I like my only concern is like not making enough reinforcements in in this window. I think we probably have. I'm just hoping and praying that we don't suffer mm. because we can't rely on number five. El Nenny's it's a bad injury, so he's gonna be out for a while. Sinchenko hopefully will be back soon. But like, you know, we can't rely on our main let's talk about him real quickly, just very briefly, very, mm. very briefly, because we don't talk about him much anymore because mm. of obviously off the field stuff, allegedly. Yeah. But um, like, how has he only paid 52% of games in the time he's been at Arsenal? He played more games for he played every game for Velestico for how many years he was there. I feel like he's not he's not looking off his body properly, man. Is he going to clubs too much? Is he's that what part, it is? He's partying too much. He's partying too hard, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot. But one person I have to shout out to though, who played very well the other day was Lokonga against Aston Villa. Mm. He played very well. I think he's going to step up this season. I know I know in the documentary he was frustrated he wasn't getting minutes last season, but mm. I thought it's up to him now. He has to prove to the manager that he can manage and trust him in midfield. So I think he needs to play more minutes. Well, we ain't really got a choice. He's gonna ha- he's gonna ease our starting midfielder now, one of the three, because yeah. El Nenny's gonna be out for months. Partey, they're hoping is it might be weeks or a couple of games, but I, with, I feel, with that I feel, man, I feel, you just never know. I thought Jacko Jacko needs to help him as well because Jacko's an experienced midfielder and he's a leader as well. So you help him throughout the game, and he'll be all right. I think on that note, I think what was different in the game against the last game we played is that what Jacko was doing off the ball, he was a lot closer to Lokonga than he had been to El Nene or Partey. So he he'd adjusted his role. We're still playing a 4-3-3. Mm. Contrary to what some people believe, some people thought we were playing a 4-2-3-1. That was last season. Catch up, right? We're playing a 4-3-3, but mm. he was dropping a lot deeper and a lot closer to him just in transition. So I think they'll help him out. Mm. But for me, the firepower's up front. It's Man United, you lot, little Lissandro Martinez, yeah, you better you better be doing your stretches right now because you're going to be working hard tomorrow. Mm. You might get sent <laughs> off too, just saying. But I think I'll leave it there. I think it's been quite fun. Mm-hmm. Excited for see how the season progresses. Obviously, for Chelsea fans out there watching, listening, look, I want to say I'm hoping things get better. I really am not. It will. I just want it to continue. The video continue, you know. Two words for you, World Cup. World Cup. Yeah, the, okay, the World Cup will reset things, but I it think ultimately, so much. I think for both Liverpool, Chelsea right now, and in Man United to a lesser, to Man United as well, the big issue to cat to get, obviously the, te- the league table will, will kind of filter out and everything will kind of stabilise at some point. But when it comes down to chasing down the, the top team, I know it's also, let's say Man City, when chasing down the title, consistency and results at this stage matter. Liverpool, you need to get it together. Drawing that against Everton, I'm sorry. I and don't care what they do. They're Everton. They're, they're, they're your little, 
I can't say little brother. They're your annoying neighbor that you literally, you take their bins away from them every bin day. You hide it and then you put it back after it's full. That, that's what you do to them. You bully them. They were not Respectfully. Good to, they like, were you not don't, good today. You do, not, you do not draw that game. You know it. I know it. It's just not good enough. So you need to really get it together because otherwise, I'm sorry, but your, your, your second spot might be going to someone else this season and they may be wearing blue. Sky blue. But anyway, <laughs> let's leave that for now. <laughs> Have a good rest of the day and we'll see you after Arsenal get a result at Old Trafford. Peace. Peace. <laughs>